Dear Writer, Week 3 Monday, July 12th, 2021 Dear Writer, Did you know you can use literally anything for inspiration? There's a huge power of the random in the search for meaning, and writing is all about meaning. So this week, in honor of our search for meaning, I'm going to pull a random Major Arcana Tarot card every day from my favorite deck, The Goddess Tarot, by Chris Walder. All meanings are transcribed verbatim from Walder's accompanying book. As you read them, try to apply the concepts to your current work. If you don't have a work in progress at the ready, how might they inspire a new idea? Play a bit. Have some fun. Today, I pulled Chang'o Reversed, traditional card map, The Hermit. Walder writes, Chang'o, the Chinese moon goddess, symbolizes the need for withdrawal from the world to better contemplate life's eternal questions. She is associated with contemplation. Contemplation reversed suggests a sense of being distracted by the world. Be careful not to ignore your intuition. Take time to think or reflect. This will help you connect to your true needs at this time. Does this give you anything that might work for any of your characters? Remember that prompts are not always for the protagonist. What if you applied this kind of compassion to your antagonist? How might that inflate your sense of who they are, what they're doing, and why they're doing it? Kind of great, isn't it? Everything L. Tarot for Writing Day 2, Athena, Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. Dear Writer, The reason why the random is valuable is specifically because it's random. It forces you to look at what's in front of you from a different angle, allowing you to see different things. And incorporating those other angles into your writing will help you create a world that feels rich and full and complicated. Today, from The Goddess Tarot by Chris Walder, I pulled Athena, traditional card map, Justice. Walder writes, Athena, the Greek goddess of wisdom, is associated with justice. Justice often appears when there is a need to take a detached viewpoint of a troublesome situation. Imagine yourself as wise as Athena and look at it anew. Is there a solution you might have overlooked? Alternately, justice suggests frustration with bureaucracies and impatience with snarled red tape. We all need to feel that the world is a fair place. The appearance of this card promises the exploration of this issue. If you are feeling besieged in any way, worry not. You will be able to defend yourself. Justice will be done. Wow. When you think about the fact that we look to our fiction to provide emotional justice, this makes sense. As Oscar Wilde said, the good ended happily and the bad unhappily. That is what fiction means. So how is your fiction dealing with the idea of justice? Some fiction doesn't provide justice. The good suffer and the bad get away with it all. That's also a legit way to go, narratively speaking, and it forces us to deal with the discomfort of a lack of justice. Of course, the world as it is already gives us loads of that discomfort, so going to fiction for justice may be the only justice some of us ever see. Well, that was a bummer, but it's something to think about with your story. Have fun. Everything L. Tarot for Writing, Day 3, Juno. Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Dear Writer, It's midweek in our search for meaning via The Goddess Tarot by Chris Walder. What awaits us today? Today, I pulled Juno, reversed, traditional card map, the Hierophant. Walder writes, The powerful Roman goddess Juno is affiliated with tradition. 
The traditions expressed in Juno's ceremonies gave comfort to their practitioners, offering a sense of continuity as they passed from one generation to the next. As appearance of this card reversed suggests the need to throw out old social structures which constrain us. Don't be afraid to consider unconventional ideas and ways of approach. Question tradition for tradition's sake. Oh, I like this. The nice thing about the reversed card is that you see both sides of the coin. Juno represents tradition, which has value, but questioning tradition also has value. So maybe there's a meta-narrative here that can inspire you. What are the traditional ways you've written your stories? Is it possible that bucking tradition or habit might help you remove a block? What if you wrote at a different desk in your house, a different coffee shop? What if you wrote longhand instead of on the computer? Huh. Interesting. Everything L. Tarot for Writing Day 4, Yamana, Thursday, July 15th, 2021. Dear Writer, Did you know that there is a companion app to the Goddess Tarot by Chris Walder? I've owned it for years. I love it. Here's a link to the iOS and Android versions of people listening to the podcast. You can find that in the Dear Writer uh, Substack newsletter. The apps are a little old, but it still works for me on the latest iPhone, so hopefully they all work. But at least we know the traditional deck definitely works. I'm not making anything off these links, by the way. This is not an ad. I just have been using this deck forever, and I love Walder's work. Today, I pulled Yamana reversed. Of course. Why is everything reversed for me this week? Traditional card map, temperance. Walder writes, Yamana, a Santeria goddess of the ocean, is associated with balance. Yamana is often called upon to provide rain, water that nourishes all of life. The balance card reversed can signify an imbalance within ourselves, a situation that creates discomfort. This can lead to the inability to find peace within or with others. Okay, I'm going to try not to make that about me. This is about writing. But can't that search for peace be at the heart of a character's motivation to chase whatever their goal is? Remember with goals, you want them to be active, specific, personal, and achievable. And search for peace is a little vague, but it can inspire a goal that meets those criteria. What if a character believes that the only way to get peace is to get vengeance on the person who denied them justice? Which ties in nicely with some other cards we've been looking at this week. Sometimes a character who wants something that is in the end destructive can provide a wonderful opportunity to arc them. And remember, what's important for a narrative to be complete is not that your protagonist necessarily wins, but simply that someone wins. Sometimes a protagonist needs to lose, and that is absolutely okay. Isn't this fun? I told you. Everything L. Tarot for Writing, Day 5, Lakshmi, Friday, July 16th, 2021. Dear Writer, this week we've been working on the power of the random in writing by pulling cards from the Goddess Tarot by Chris Walder and finding writing inspiration in them. Today I pulled Lakshmi, of course, reversed. Jesus Tarot, I get it, traditional card map, the Wheel of Fortune. Walder writes... Lakshmi, the Hindu goddess of prosperity, is associated with fortune. The fortune card reversed can represent disappointing experiences with chance as well as unexpected endings or beginnings to a cycle. It can also bring up feelings of being ignored by fortune. When will it be your turn? 
Oh, this gives me big antagonist vibes. Ignored by fortune, nothing ever goes their way, and they are going to take back what they're owed by the universe. This speaks to entitlement and envy, a toxic cocktail of sentiment that can be the perfect concoction to grow an antagonist out of material that's maybe not so bad. Here's a question. How would you make a character like this sympathetic? How might we feel for them, even as we can see how corrupting their sense of entitlement is? Thanks for playing with me this week. Do you have a theme week you'd like me to consider doing for Dear Writer? Send your ideas in. I'd love to hear them. Everything L. Question. Old Projects. Saturday, July 17th. Dear Writer, As a paid subscriber, you are welcome to email me with questions, and when I answer them, I may ask permission to include the response in a letter for other paid subscribers, in case the advice might be helpful to everyone. So that gets you caught up on this week's DW. Question time. Question. I started a story, geez, a few years ago now, and got stuck at a spot. Then 2020 happened. I'm trying to get back into it, but now I hate my plot and want to redo it. The thing is, I've seen other writers go through this and end up abandoning the story. Also, I don't really have any ideas for how to redo it. This is my first attempt at writing a book-sized story and frustration, and who do I think I am? And my response. Yeah, I can help, but you might not like what I have to tell you. Here's the thing. One writer cannot write another writer's work. This is true of two individual people and of ourselves and books we started before a significant event or just enough time changed who we are. I have the exact same problem, except my book goes back to BTE, before traumatizing event, and I keep trying to go back to it and finish it because it's 75% done. I really like it done. Problem is, I don't think I can do it. Every time I go in, it's like I pull one thread and then five more unravel because it's built the way I would have built it then, not the way I build things now. The thing is, the traumatizing event just changed me too much. I don't think I can go back. So that's the bad news. You might not be able to go back to it. The trauma of living through a global pandemic may just have changed you too much. That said, you might be able to go back to it, but probably you'll want to start over. I don't know if you did discovery work on it, but creating a collage of the characters, settings, and events, I will often do this in a scrapbook with a different page for each, and making a soundtrack and just daydreaming in the fiction space might help bring you back to it. Another way is to give it a big ripping edit, where you pull out the stuff you really love, abandon the rest, and start over. But if it's any comfort, what you're experiencing is very normal, and I don't know a writer who hasn't experienced it. As for the very toxic but oh so common, who do you think you are thought, it's okay. That's a thought we all have from time to time. Some of us every day. But this isn't about me. I just listened to an episode of Lori Santos's The Happiness Lab, Reconnect with the Moment, interviewing psychologist Tara Brock. Brock talks about a process called RAIN, which stands for Recognize, Allow, Investigate, and Nurture. When we have the who do you think you are response, instead of just saying no, because you know that's not a helpful thought, spend a minute with it. Recognize, allow. Usually the toxic thoughts don't survive investigate, and then you're on to nurture, which starts to heal you from the damage the thought did. When we shut it down without that process, we let the damage sit, leaving an open psychological wound just sitting there. Another thing to remember is this. This may be the first thing you ever did on this scale, but if you did it once, you can do it again. So starting over fresh with another idea is okay. Maybe start discovery on something new now and join me for NaNoWriMo drafting in November. 
And this is what spawned my idea of doing Nano this November with you all. So thank you to my anonymous writer who asked the question because I'm really excited. If you have a question you'd like to ask, just reply to this email and it'll get to me. Just me, no one else. And I won't publish our correspondence without permission, I promise. Consent is sacred. Everything else.